Hello world, welcome back. Aspies and non-aspies to Aspies Algorithm. Jesus Christ, it's been a while. I will not deny that. Oh God, it's been like, let's see, uh, four months? Probably even more. But well, for those who remember before having our small shutdown session, which I will be covering why this happened, but then again, I'm pretty happy we are rebooting this. Last time we talked about some sort of training for people with autism, and I'm pretty, pretty, pretty happy you guys have reached here. First of all, if you guys could go to my Facebook page, my Instagram, or the main aspiesalgorithm.org website, that will really help you guys understand a bit more in complexity how, uh, what will I be explaining right now, you could visualize it better. Nevertheless, let's get this episode started. Alright, let's see. Well, we have to discuss how we start. Now, please do keep in mind, this video is specifically for parents, you know? Um, we're going to, and by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's a video. If you're watching it on Spotify, it's most likely a podcast. Anyway, uh, this is a video that's going to be for people, for parents, for parenting kids with autism, because we as parents have the role to educate and make things right with our children. So, step one. Now, many, 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 many people identify different tones of autism, different ways, different uh, versions of it, different strengths, we could say it. Some even call it Asperger. Some call it severe autism. Some even go and take it to call it lesser autism. So. What finds what I find very interesting here is I divide it unlike many per people and persons. I divide it on behavior. I do not divide it on severity, because I don't really think like there's definitely someone that has it stronger than some other person. But I like to divide it on challenges. So we got challenge one, which challenge number one is basically what. People used to know as a former term Asperger's, which is pretty functional. Um, you just got to go through some stuff at first, but then you're gonna be pretty good, pretty okay. Now then we got the second variant of it, which is, you know, harder time, uh, longer time for people to start communicating uh, this weird and immature behaviors for a prolonged time. And then you got the third variant of it, which is like uh, the strong form, we could say, of autism. Now, just to keep in mind, whatever you identify at the end, it's just not a matter of how smart or saw or how intelligent the Aspie is to get to succeed. No, this is a matter in term of support. How much are you willing to support to help him out? After all, you are his father slash mother. I don't know what would be your position here. Anyways, think about it. I want you to think, how would I identify my son? Does he have meltdowns? Does he beat himself when he gets angry? Is he 
What perks comes with this? How, what, how smart is he? What can he do that leaves everybody impressed? There's always that one thing, you know? Now that you think about quote-unquote bad thing and quote-unquote good thing, now how separate are they? Is he very smart but has very difficult time socializing? Is that uh, ratio pretty far away from each other? If your answer is yes, it's pretty, pretty, pretty far away, then we could say and categorize that as a level three. Now, if your answer is two, then it's like, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's severe, but it's not that, that bad. We could categorize that as two. And if it's pretty functional and it just needs some minor adjustments, that's a one. Now, please take notice that this isn't good or bad. At the end, well, actually at the end, it's only going to be good because remember, the harder the challenge, it doesn't mean someone's dumb because they have a harder challenge. It just means that they need more effort but they, were, they will bear a lot more fruit. But they will have a higher potential. That's a challenge, you know? The harder you push yourself, the higher you live, the higher you go. The stronger you train, the stronger you leave. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just a default uh, cycle of life. So, and, and it doesn't matter if your son doesn't know how to communicate properly or talk. I bet there's one thing that he does better than anyone. And once he learns to talk, once he learns to do all these stuff, oh my god, like he's gonna he's gonna shine, you know? And that is that is who we are. We are people destined to shine. But well, nevertheless, let's let's go to our first uh, exercise we could say. Now you could realize then the brand name Aspie's algorithm. I don't mention Aspie's way. I mention the word algorithm specifically. I program. I like programming a lot. And the algorithms are basically a sort of solution and an ingenious way to solve a problem or solve. A, well, that's in programming. In programming, it's a way to solve a problem or an action or make a function, you know? So what is your way with your kid to solve this problem? What has worked for you? I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen and think about it. Think. If you want to pause uh, this meditation, this guide, please do. What helps my child? Give it a pause and think. What makes him happy? When have I seen him smile with bliss and joy? What happened for that to become a thing? And then start realizing why he felt happy. The key in parenting is to put aside the ego, the pride of the parent being the, the strong one and, and thinking of your son as as your friend, remembering, of course, he's going to have that respect, that inner thing, but having your son as your friend is pretty, pretty important because we don't listen to teachers as much as we listen to friends, you know? And if you could somehow make your son to be like your friend, he's going to really listen to you. He's going to ask you for advice. He's going to 
it's a pretty important thing, you know. So well, let's pretend he loves chocolate. You gave him a chocolate last night, and he was pretty happy with his chocolate bar. He was eating it, and he was like, "Thank you so much," or, or, or jumping around, or he was happy. So this tells you that this is going to be pretty straightforward. Of course, you're not gonna buy him a chocolate every time he does things right, you know. But there is a very important factor with people with autism, with autism, and that is motivation. It's a crucial factor, you know, where we are motivated. <laughs> there's nothing that can stop us. So, if something a small chocolate bar motivates your kid, then give him a chocolate bar. Perhaps not when he asks necessarily, but. When you realize he's doing the things properly, hey bud, I'm so proud of you. Here, have this chocolate bar. I、uh, I've seen that you put your effort in, and I'm proud of you. And I know you like this. You know, as a man, you got to feel fierce. You have to feel strong. You need to have a purpose, a reason, and you need to feel powerful to overwhelm and succeed at that reason. You know, so. And it's funny. It starts with the smallest things, you know, giving him a chocolate or giving him something he likes. After a, a specific set of time in which he has done things properly, you know, reward him with what he likes. That is the key. When he starts doing what you want, reward him. I could guarantee you, and and if you're afraid, if your son is not that、uh, talkative, if he doesn't communicate as well, remember that they could even do this with Helen Keller. She couldn't see, she couldn't hear. <laughs> wow! And yet she managed to learn how to communicate. So let's let's go one step at a time. Okay, do it. Okay, let me just clarify something. Now, if your son does not communicate much, it's not something you gotta worry about. You know, if he doesn't talk much, if he doesn't understand communication as much, which is the case for many of us, it's still not a big problem. You see, when we like something, when we find something attractive, when we like、uh, chocolate, for example, as I put on my previous example. We like it. It's a positive reinforcement, and we're going to follow whatever we have to do to win that chocolate bar or that、uh, Rubik's cube toy or that you name it. So at the end, what we're doing here is that we're creating a small bit of dopamine release and reward in the brain and also on the person when they obey, thus making them understand that they are doing. What they're doing, very good, and making them want to have that reward again. So they're going to be obedient to whatever did it last time. You know, that's that's、uh, how it works. Now for the second part of this exercise, in the same piece of paper, write down what triggers my son, what provokes him the meltdowns,、uh, make him feel sad, making even him. Make him even beat himself up, make him feel bad. You know, we are as a good parent. A good parent doesn't 
chose his son to flee. He chose him to deal and to confirm and confront the situations. As parents, I'd say that my son feels overwhelmed by music. We got two options here. If he feels overwhelmed every time I go to a wedding, per se, and he's there and he's like, oh my god, I, I can't do this anymore. Use that first step of reward and behavior to create a positive reinforcement every time he manages to complete exposure to his triggers reward him with that thing he really loves when he com when he completes that exposure to his triggers now if the exposure is too too strong please please like don't put them strong uh, directly to a concert no 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 everything has to be step by step you're going to realize just how fast you need to walk if it has to be baby steps then do it if it has to be giant steps do it but last thing you want here is to them to associate what they like with the trigger we gotta do it the other way around we gotta do that what they like with the trigger and realize that the trigger is not really a bad thing especially if they're getting what they like you know so yeah that that's is crucial let's put an example let's say my kid hates 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 music or he hates sitting down for too long he's just like standing up and standing up and standing up and and uh and he hates standing sitting down for him too long you know it triggers him and makes him go anxious and nervous and well but he loves ice cream so it's like we he loves ice cream he's been obedient and we've been buying him ice cream whenever he does things right but not to the point obviously that he uh he has it every day no but let's say every time a week i'm like hey dude i am very proud of you be please be aware to not overdo it because that could even become spoiler like you start spoiling i don't even know if that's an english word but we don't want to spoil here we just want the positive reinforcement so for every achievement for everything you consider an achievement for him and don't be harsh with this be very nice for every achievement give him this positive reinforcement if he hates sitting down and he managed to sit down a bit more you gotta act grateful like you know what i am so happy you did this for me you know what i'm gonna go get you that ice cream tell me let's go eat ice cream only you and me man i am proud of you and i want you to feel also grateful the way i do you know you're not only creating a bond there but you are giving him that positive reinforcement and that is making him see sitting down and obeying and that as a better thing you know now i will go further into the psychology of this probably in the couple next episodes you'll understand why exposure is pretty important because at the end the reasons why most people with autism are pretty unfunctional is because they never learned about exposure they never got out of the comfort zones uh, they would take their phones everywhere. You know, I have this saying, and that is that the phone is a portable comfort zone. And that is a bad thing sometimes, if not all the time. But well, guys, it's so good to talk to you all. Uh, I have to end this episode now. It's been almost, wow, it's been like 10 minutes. So that was so quick. I really enjoy doing this for you guys. Remember, please support my nonprofit. Um, uh, this nonprofit business, 
just if you could go to my Facebook page, start following. And of course, I won't deny if you could donate on PayPal. I have links on my website, but all I want here, my only purpose on the site to build this is for you guys to have to have a better understanding on how to help the people with autism. At the end of the day, this is a non-profit and whatever I make, I reinvested on that on this same project 100% so we can reach more people. That being said, I hope you guys have a great night or day or uh well, I don't know what else would be after that. It's been great talking to you. If you like this episode, please, please, please remember to share if you can. Uh, go follow Ashby's Algorithm on Instagram and Facebook. For those who don't know, my name is Enrique Silhi, and it was great talking to you guys. And I'll see you guys in the next one.